Hi there. Welcome to our podcast, Autistic Perspectives on Adulthood. This is a podcast interview series with autistic teens and adults to hear their voices and perspectives on issues of inclusion during the transition to adulthood. As speech-language pathology students, our goal is to raise public awareness about autism and reduce the stigma and biases autistic people face. Without further ado, let's meet today's guest. Today on the podcast, Christina will be meeting with Jessica and Kayla. Jessica, who is 25 and uses the pronouns she and her, was interested in taking part in the podcast project to teach people about special needs through her own experience. Kayla, who is 23 and also uses the pronouns she, her, is Jessica's sister. She was interested in taking part in the podcast to help Jess facilitate her responses and also bring awareness to the reality that many adults with special needs face on a daily basis and what importance inclusivity has. Here's Christina, Jessica, and Kayla. All right, so into the interview questions here. Um, the first few questions will be about, um, Jessica, your experiences following secondary school. So usually when people finish secondary school, I think most people are considering going on to SAJAP um, or entering the workforce. And I wanted to know um, what you felt like your options were following post-secondary school. So what did you want to do after high school? Did you know what you wanted to do? Go to Lucia and Mia. Help animals. Mm -hmm. So she, there's an animal shelter where we used to live in Sherbrooke. And she's done stages there before. And she really loves animals. So she wanted to help out at the Blue Seal. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So working at this, did you say animal shelter? Yeah, the name of the animal shelter is Blue Seal or Pet okay. Connection. Okay. <laughs> so what are the different kind of challenges or barriers to you being able to get a job at the animal shelter? Play with the animals. She's meaning what kind of things got in the way for you to get a job there? Why couldn't you get a job there? Well, I know there is a lack of funds for people to give jobs to those who might have an intellectual disability or who are on the autism spectrum. So I know that she could have done volunteer work there, but there was also the traveling for my mom to have to bring her there because in Sherbrooke, they didn't have adapted transport for her and we lived too far away. There was a lot of barriers that we faced in Sherbrooke with services available for people on the autism spectrum or who have developmental delay. Okay. So yeah. what sort of supports then would have to be in place for, um, for you, Jessica, to work at the animal shelter? So transport is a big one, as well as funds. Okay. Yeah, she's done, she's done multiple stages, but oftentimes, especially in small towns where we're from, they don't necessarily hire people who have special needs. They'll hire someone who doesn't before they end up hiring someone who has special needs, unfortunately. Yeah. I see. Yeah. So could there be people who would be able to support her to work in, in an animal shelter? 
Yeah, there could be, but but you at the same time, that's it. And not many people want to take the time out of their day to help and be there for the person because Jessica needs some verbal stimulation as well as physical stimulation to help her do certain tasks and she needs a lot of reminders and stuff so okay for her to do things everything on her own she does need that constant support so it would have to be somebody who would be there for the whole Mm -hmm. work day or at least at the beginning the whole work day yes yeah okay okay so Jessica would you have wanted to attend Sejap I don't think adult ed yeah okay I think her academic level isn't to par with like the CIGEP requirements that she would need but she's at um, Galileo Adult Center right now and it's an adult center for people with special needs and she has different programs that she does so right now she's in the cooking program so they learn different cooking life skills yeah and she really enjoys that Okay, awesome. Um, A little birdie did tell me that you are currently at this school. Um, So I do have my next few questions will be about your experience at the Galileo School. Um, So I'm curious, why did you choose to attend that particular school? Making friends. Okay, to make friends. Yeah, absolutely. Prior to coming to Montreal, she Jessica's only been living with me since August. Okay. Unfortunately, my dad took her out of school two years ago, and she was previously just sitting at home doing nothing all day. And I've studied in the field of special needs, and I'm a special care counselor, and it was very upsetting for me to see that my sister yeah. was not getting the education or the like living up to her potential necessarily because I know that she has a lot of potential and my dad has trouble seeing that and my mother she had to go to rehab so during that time I took Jessica and all throughout August I was trying to find schools and I had to organize transport adapté and it was a lot but I found Galileo Adult Center, and I know a few students of mine. I used to work at Summit School, which is a special needs school. And I know a few of my students, once they turned 21, they went to that school, and a lot of them really liked it. So I heard a lot of good things about it. Good. Okay, so you were the one who was kind of in charge of finding the school and those sorts of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Perfect. Um, And so Jessica, how do you get to school? Because transport was a problem for the animal shelter. How do you get to school now? Taxi. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Since we we went in Montreal, we were able to get transport adapté because before that in Sherbrooke, we didn't have those services. It still took me till the month of October, I believe, to actually get her on the transport adapté list because there's a large waiting list so she was doing uh zoom classes and now she's attending school three times a week okay yes of course covid yes yeah. <laughs> life has changed i mean i know that i'm on online school now too <laughs> okay um so jessica tell me what 
what is the typical day for you like at Galileo School? Waking up early. Yeah, I feel you. Mm -hmm. And then what do you do? Mm -hmm. What do you do at school? Cooking. Mm -hmm. Okay. Every morning you have round table, which is what? Talking about your weekend. Mm -hmm. You talk about your evening. And then what do you usually do? You follow a recipe? Yep. Mm -hmm. And eat it. And then you eat it. Oh, yes. <laughs> the best part, I'm sure. What is your favorite thing about Galileo School? Everybody's nice. They help us a lot. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you said you wanted to go to school to make friends. Um, so has that been a possibility at Galileo? Yeah. Who are your friends <laughs> at school? Saha and Daria, Ricky, Gabby, and the other Sarah too. Yeah, there's two Sarahs. What about Koa? Koa. Mm -hmm. <laughs> two Rickys. Jimmy. There's Alfie. Alfie. Yeah. So many. <laughs> you sound many. quite popular. You have a lot of friends. <laughs> She'll come home and she'll be like, I'm so popular. I have so many friends. They all want to talk to me. They <laughs> so who works at this school? Like how many teachers do you have? Two. Two teachers. Yeah. You have Miss Caroline and Nancy. Yeah. She likes you to help people. Yes. Yeah, so Nancy is a uh, is a, an assistant, so she helps in the classroom, and then Caroline is the teacher. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And how many do you have in your class? I think she has about 12 students, yeah. and there's two that are on Zoom class. So okay. two are not attending in class, they just do Zoom. Yeah. How did you like Zoom class before you were back in person? You liked it? <laughs> yeah. Do you like it in person more? Yes. Yeah. She likes it in person, but she doesn't like waking up early in the morning. So <laughs> that is 100% how I feel. <laughs> yeah. I have class at 9 a.m. on Zoom and I wake up at 8.50. It's perfect. I love it. <laughs> okay. So pretty typical, pretty typical. It, it's much better in person because you get to see your friends and socialize for me at least for you too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what sort of skills have you learned at Galileo School? Art. Art, you do art. Mm -hmm. What about in cooking? You measure, math measure. Yeah, the measurements. Okay, like yeah. Cups, teaspoons, and tablespoons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Different words to vocabulary yeah. when cooking. Vocabulary, yeah, like bring to a boil. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Simmer. Tablespoon. Yeah. Tablespoon, yes. Tablespoon, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what's your like favorite 
type of food to make? Cupcakes. Cupcakes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Delicious. We do a lot of, yeah, we do a lot of baking at home as well. So I always try to make um, muffins for the week or something. And she really likes to do that. Nice. Oh man, I love muffins <laughs> right up my alley. <laughs> um, great. So what type of art did you do at school? Uh, a window bird thing. Like chimes? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. For spring. Nice. We're going to put it up for spring. For spring? Do you like um, art more or cooking? Both. Mm -hmm. You like both of them. So because of COVID, usually they're able to alternate between different programs and classrooms. Okay. But because of COVID, they have to stay in one specific program. They can't switch between cooking and art and workforce. Okay. So this year, this year she chose the cooking program. And next year, if it's still, if you're still only allowed to choose one program, she would like to try the art program. She had talked about that. Okay. But not the workforce program? We're, it depends on if it's, if there's, still the limitation if not then okay i would like her to try a little bit of everything <laughs> I see. but if not then yeah <laughs> that's a discussion for the two of you to have <laughs> <laughs> so when will you graduate from this school yeah it's an adult center so you can go there till your whatever age there's no stopping at like a certain age and there's no graduation it's literally just yeah. a day center for people with special needs to learn different skills yeah and eventually go out into the workforce so okay she could go there till she's 35 she could go to there till she's 50 there's really no limitation for that yeah the choice is up to you Jessica you stay there as long as you want to okay so the next few questions I do have, they are about the workforce, which we kind of have touched on a little bit earlier. So we'll see if these are um, a little bit redundant. Um, so it sounds like if you work, you would want to work at an animal shelter. What about it um, would you, do you like? What about it do you want to do? Walk a dog. You'd like to walk the dog, yeah? What about play with them? Play with them too. Mm -hmm. Maybe feed them? Feed them. Feed the cat. Yeah, so she has she has a, a job here already at home where every morning and every night she has to feed the cats. And we have a measuring cup so she knows just how much to give to them so she doesn't give too much or too little. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice. Those are very valuable skills to have at the animal shelter. The animals would really benefit from that. Mm -hmm. They need they need people to walk them and to feed them. Um, okay. So my next set of questions is about your living situation, which you have talked a little bit about. Um, so just for purposes of the podcast, you two are mm -hmm. sisters. 
Um, yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and you guys are currently living together and have been for about how long now? Since August, I believe. So about seven months, I'd say. So um, so when did uh, when did you guys make the decision um, to move in together, and what? why did you choose to live together? Well, I always wanted to have Jessica move with me because I feel like I have more knowledge than my parents do when it comes to, (laughs) when it comes to special needs and different services available. (laughs) And I think when my mom had to go to rehab, that's really when it, went downhill okay (laughs) yeah it was it was very hard for both of us and I just wanted Jessica to be here with me and to make sure she was safe and that's when I told my dad that I was going to bring her to Montreal with me and I was going to find an apartment with two rooms because originally I was living in a three and a half okay and and it's been the best decision (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Excellent. So Jessica, how do you like living with Kayla? Funny. <laughs> she says I'm crazy. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> crazy in what sort of way? A good way? Yeah. In a funny <laughs> way? Okay. Okay, good. <laughs> crazy in a funny way. And then you have three cats. So, Jessica, two of the cats are yours or one of the cats? One. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah. were you, did the cat live with you at your dad's place? No. No. So, okay. I got, I had two cats before Jessica moved with me. And my, she had a cat at my mom's place that ran away. Oh, and she was really yeah so when she moved to Montreal her birthday's in September so my friend had a litter of kittens at her barn and I got one of the kittens to give to Jessica for her birthday so yeah I have a video of giving that and she's crying and she's like is this my kitty (laughs) oh my my gosh that's so sweet (laughs) is that like the best birthday present you've ever been given Next is a dog. The dog, yeah. Next is a dog, she says. We need to get a dog. But I said, maybe in a few years when we have a bigger place and we're allowed a dog and more room, more time. (laughs) She really loves animals, so. (laughs) Yeah. Well, a cat is a good start. Mm -hmm, Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, okay, so Jessica, do you prefer to live uh, with your sister than your previous living situation? Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see here. So I've got one last little section of questions here, um, and it addresses the general public's knowledge on autism in adulthood. Um, So my first question is, what is one thing you wish the general public knew about autism? Everybody's different. 
yeah everybody's mm-hmm. different I know that in high school she was um in a neurotypical high school and there was a section for people with special needs and a lot of times she'd come home really sad because the students who were in the other section of the high school would make fun of her call her names say the r word to her and she didn't understand why people would do this and why they were treating her this way just because and heather too yeah and your friend heather and sarah yeah they were really mean to a lot of the students in that special needs program and it was very frustrating for me to know that people were treating her that way just because she might have more troubles learning certain aspects but at the same time she's still human she has a lot of potential absolutely what do the teachers do about that nothing yeah her teacher about that teacher my student uh my best friend actually jasmine yes she did um her stage in special care counseling in that classroom with jessica and she did not enjoy it because the teacher wasn't there to help the students she was just texting on her phone all day and there were a lot of complaints made so that's extremely disappointing Mm -hmm. it really is (laughs) yeah for teachers do you think education about autism um, would be beneficial for them or what sort of other solutions could be possible? I feel like awareness is obviously one of the most important things for teachers, especially because you could have any different type of learning disability or autism in your classroom. And if you don't have any knowledge on it, then it's gonna be very hard for you to know how to approach it because everyone learns in a different way for sure and depending on the special need there's different approaches yeah yeah um so what do you think the biggest misconception about autism is be kind to other people she means what do you think misconception means what do you think people think negatively about you what do you something that's not true that people think about disabilities you can't get a job Mm, that's a good one yeah no that's very true yeah um if you could tell everybody one thing about the experience of being an autistic person what would it be treat people when you want to be treated Mm -hmm. treat people the way you want to be treated yeah we're all human yeah we're all human we're all a bit different from each other and we just want to be treated with kindness and respect you're gonna make me cry (laughs) (laughs) like Kara too yeah like your friend Kara her best friend Kara Lee has autism as well and it's really interesting because Jessica has more of a vocabulary to communicate with people and Kara Lee is almost nonverbal, but she will understand everything her friend will tell her 
she's uh -huh. able to tell if I don't understand what Carolee's saying, she'll able Jessica will know exactly what she's trying to communicate, which is really interesting, I find. Wow. She's so good at communicating with special needs. It's, she has a talent when it comes to that for sure. Yeah, she's really good at helping people. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Those are incredible skills to have. Yeah. Well, those are basically it for all of my interview questions that I have. Um, thank you both so much for meeting with me and talking with me. We wanted to give a huge thank you to all our participants for sharing their valuable perspectives and stories. It was a pleasure getting to know everyone. And lastly, thank you listeners for taking the time to hear from our guests. We hope you enjoyed and learned something new. Until next time, McGill SCSD students. <laughs>